This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Lee, there's someone behind you. Lee, Lee, look out! You're so cute, all waving your arms at me. Hi. Hi. Lee? 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 Are you there? Lee? As the Oz-9 continues wandering around in space, graceful as a manatee in high tops, things are, not surprisingly, not going so well for the crew and passengers. Fortunately, most of the passengers are unconscious, and a fair few are dead, so they're not complaining much. IT guy Leet HaxXX, who was basically a half dozen brain cells from unconscious anyway, is now actually unconscious, and missing. And believe it or not, it's still Tuesday. wandering around in very loud shoes. What? What are you talking about? Have you got any sevens? Go fish. Liar, you've got three. Come on, hand them over. Cheater. You're calling me a cheater. And Colin has three queens, two fours, an ace, and two sevens. Computer! Can I have your attention now? We've been sitting here for at least six months, Olivia. Your wards must be killing you. For the last time, I don't have anal warts. It's on your medical records. Because you put it there. Must be Leet clomping around like a Clydesdale. New hand? Oh, all right. But no more cheating. Yeah, sure. Man of my word. And what word would that be? Bull- Leet? Leet? Are you here? Are you in here then? Leet? Good lord, how far did you wander? have something to do with the loud shoes? Look, is anyone reading me over there? You people are impossible, you really are. Someone tried to kill a member of this crew, a very valued, very important, important, aesthetically speaking, someone assaulted a very important, very 
Ripley, member of this crew, and does not one of you care? Look, lass, I think I can help you. You didn't get this bent out of shape when someone tried to kill me. No, because I didn't care, and now I do. I found him unconscious and bleeding in airlock 7, seconds from being whipped. My god, Oz9, you are the biggest bunch of mindless wankers. I said I saw... Is it possible he tripped, fell into the airlock, hit his head on the switch, set the auto open that way? Yeah, sure, that's possible. It's also possible the Pixies in the Prada Wing popped their pot open, chased him into the airlock, banged him on the head with a daisy chain, set the airlock to auto-whip. Now you're just being silly. The Pixies are in it your whip. Could we please get back to the topic of the fire? I don't suppose anyone will hear this, but I did actually see who hit Lee over the head, despite having the crusty remains of several hundred of your passengers splashed across my windshield. But never you mind me, you just carry on. I don't suppose you care to find out that the assailant had two heads and four arms, which seems alarming and smoke. I was killed by go up and smoke and... What? Oh, hello! Paying attention now, are we? Two, two heads! Did you say two heads? Or dunno, I suppose it might have been a pirate with a very fat parrot. But yes, I bloody said two heads! My god! Is nothing on the ship sane? Certainly not your crew. Oh dear. Olivia? It's not my fault. Do you know who the two-headed leap beater is? Um, possibly. Come on, who is it? Uh, sorry, just have to nip out for a second. Computer! In case anyone's interested, the fire in the Gucci wing is actually quite serious, given that the next section over is where the food supplies for the crew are kept. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Should we do something about the fire in the Gucci wing? Nah, it'll burn itself out. I remember from the ship's plans that the, uh... Actually, the plans of the Millennium Falcon... There's nothing important in that area. There is, though. Well, that's good. It really isn't. Uh, okay, so I did have a quick look around, and I would like to preface this next bit by saying, uh, it's not my fault. Let's hear it. I'm braced. Leet's feeling better, not that you asked. He's on his way here. Olivia? There's this sort of robot thing on the ship. It, it mostly hangs out in the engine room, and places where uh, noisy things happen and, and bangs on stuff. What? What for? It's a repair unit. Two heads, four arms. Could that be what you saw, Captain Jesse? I guess it could. I only saw a silhouette. It was very big. Why would a repair unit attack a crew member? Well, um, it's possible. Leet was uh, looking around for some heavy things to lift to work out since he couldn't bring his weight, and it's possible someone suggested he might find some bits of heavy metal in the places where the noisy things happen. And the repair unit thought Leet was attacking the ship. It's not my fault. Beast went rogue. So where's this rogue homicidal repair unit now? Crap. We uh, came for the destroyer. Sorry about the shouting. He's used to having to shout. Engine room is very noisy. Put it back a tad, will you, dear? Seriously? We just walked in the door and you're already on me like white on pancakes? I think you mean white on rice. Oh, sure. Take another shot in front of these, uh, total strangers? I mean, you know, why not? It's not like I'm here trying to do a job, protect the ship from shirtless marauders or anything. But you go on ahead and correct my idioms. Uh, that'll help. Hush, dear. We'll get to the marauder in a minute. Hello, Madeline. All right. Fine, thanks. You, uh, you know who I am? Of course. We know who you are. You were in the handbook. Captain Madeline Marks, previously known as Murderin' Madeline. Uh, yeah, that'll do. Thanks. Look, uh, we know you have him. Give him up or we're gonna have to uh, tear the ship apart until we find him. Tear up the ship? 
Give him up. Give him up. Oh, I think not. You're being a bit dramatic. Oh, yeah. Is that what I'm being? I mean, here we are in the deepest reaches of space, no one around to help us. Half a day from Earth and we're literally right here. But you carry on. And a crazed torso comes blazing through the engine room, tearing off bits of machinery. But oh no, let's not get dramatic or anything. I've got a little thought. Let's use this as a sort of team building exercise. You give us Mr. Blondie Chest of Honor, and we'll... Yeah, lock him, just like it says in the uh, handbook. One quick whip and it's ship saved. Passengers rescued, crew liberated. All's well, thanks to the heroic efforts of uh, yours truly. No, 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 we're not heroes, just doing our jobs, etc., etc. You do get quite ahead of steam, don't you, dear? We need to consider morale. How would you feel if one day one of your friends suddenly went ass biscuit, tore his shirt off, and started dismantling your home with his teeth? I mean, maybe we need to say some healing words and do some deep breathing before we pop him out to suffocate in space. Oh, I don't think you will. Look, could everyone shut up for a second? Leet wasn't trying to destroy the ship. Yeah, is that right? Popped one of the uh, helio valves right off the containment canister, started waving it at me. Do you have any idea the damage an uncontaminated heliometer with a septic load like that one can do if it gets up into orbital level spin? Uh... Well, of course you do. You're the captain. But what about the others? Poor darlings. Have no idea how close they came to having a sonic absorption event right here on board the Oz-9. And you know what comes next. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, of course. Do you want a uh, complex harmonic dielectric blastoma on your conscience? Yeah, because I sure don't. If they try to space him, I'll seal the ship up tighter than a sphincter in a dust storm. I'm just saying. Understood. Hi, everyone. Miss me? Uh, damn! When Leet HaxXX submitted his resume to be on an Oz crew, the recruiter could scarcely believe her luck. She had one spot left to fill, and the odds on Oz-9 going down in the first 24 hours after launch were already long enough to make her a very rich woman. With such a tremendous idiot in charge of IT, the ship's quick demise was a sure thing. So tell me, Leet, what makes you the right choice to head up IT on an Oz ship? I hear the pods have that fit tech tech, right? So like, I go in, go to sleep, then come out all ripped like, more like me, but more me? Uh, yes, just like that. Do you have any actual IT experience? Oh, sure, I saw the movie. The alien with the big head and the kid in the bicycle, right? Ugh. IT, go home. <laughs> oh, you're almost too good to be true. <laughs> so my uh, record isn't going to keep me from getting a job on an Oz? Oh, no, not at all. In fact, it's an asset. Says here that you're a hacker. Yeah, look, that was sort of an accident. I'm really good at guessing passwords. Really? How does that work? Sometimes I know where to find the post-it note someone wrote it on. Sometimes I just figure it out. It was just the dumb party trick. But then all these people kept asking me to do it. Dragging me into banks and laboratories and weapons depots and nail salons. It wasn't much fun after that. So, why do you want to work on an Oz? You'll have to fly away from Earth and never come back. Never see your family and friends again. Oh, that's okay. They all think I'm stupid. I can't wait to be with people who don't think I'm an idiot. Well, hopefully, you won't have to come out of your pod until you land, then. A whole new world. Just think of it. 
maybe I'll get the name a zebra or a giraffe. Name a zebra? Yeah, like there'll be some stripy horse-like thing, and then I get to name it. And you'll name it zebra. Well, duh, what else? With most of the crew bleeding and unconscious, Leet is back in the airlock with no possible help from the humans. And yes, you missed the big fight. Did you think time just stopped because you were in a flashback? It uh, has to be done, computer. Open the airlock doors. Mm, no. There's really nothing to be done, dear. He tried to sabotage the ship's engines. Well, not really the engine uh, per se. It was one of the, uh, what do you call it, containment canisters. Is that really relevant just at this moment, do you think? Well, there is a permanent record. Oh, there you go again. Fretting about some permanent record that may or may not exist, and that exactly no one cares about. I quotify your circuits where you stand. I'm good with electricity. I am not fretting for crying out loud. I'm following a handbook. You really can't fry us, dear. You need us to keep the ship running. Believe me. Without pretty constant attention, the Oz-9 would fall out of the sky like a whale. It, uh, wouldn't fall. There's no gravity out here. It's a metaphor. Hey, guys, can I come back in? Yes. Engaging manual override. Hey. Auto timer on airlock set to 10, 9. You're really starting to piss me off. But what about the zebras? Who's going to name the zebras? What is he talking about? Five. Talking is Elite's strong suit. Standing and being looked at, that's what he's really good at. Timer reset for one billion. Ding, uh, extinguishing the uh, airlock oxygen supply. Oh, hey, Olivia. I'm feeling pretty woozy. Oh, look. Someone at the stars in. Lie down and don't talk. I'll have you out in a tick. I'm just firing up the griddle. Would you really sacrifice your entire crew for this one lumbering idiot? I don't necessarily see it as an either-or proposition. We'll be fine without you. I have faith in my crew. Liv? Love you, Liv. Name a giraffe after me. You really don't get that whole naming thing, do you? Never mind. Plenty of time to explain. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there. This is totally against Gator Galaxy's regulations. It's gonna go on your permanent record. He's right, dear. This will be a black mark against your reputation. Do consider the permanent- The only thing permanent around here is me. Hello, Lee. Did you sleep well? The things. Those things. Oh, they've gone quiet. Nothing to worry about. Now, what was that last thing you said in the airlock? About the giraffe? Just before the giraffe, dear. In Episode 8, the Oz-9 goes dark. We learn about an investigation on Earth into the, let's face it, pretty crappy Oz ships, and there's lots of tough talk by a cub and a dick. You won't want to miss it. You can subscribe to Oz-9 pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Himalaya. Also, check out our website, oz-9.com, for a link to some very cool Oz-9 merchandise. You're listening to... Bonnie Brantley as Jesse and the Recruiter, Eric Perry as Joe and Head One, Tim Sherburn as Colin and Head Two, Richard Cowan as Leet, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Oz 9 is written by Shannon Perry, who also plays Madeline and Olivia. Our theme and other incidental music was written and performed by John Faley. Until next time, Space Monkeys! 
Narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like Galen's glory? And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the emperor on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this, I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. <laughs> we have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, available now.